This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. Welcome in another edition of Green and Growing ahead of schedule. We just recorded a podcast. Here on uh, Monday night, and thought we'd you know do a normal podcast again coming up on Thursday. Uh, no such luck. Here, here we sit Tuesday night. See Sparky Fiverr, twelve fifty AM, thefan.com. Uh, follow me at Sparky Radio. Nathan Marzion, my guy over at Nathan Marzion, and we owe you an apology because we were wrong. Nathan Marzion stomped his hands and his fists. They are not firing. Adrian Griffin during the season, stop saying it. Leave us alone. I agreed. I was like, they're not firing him during the season. They're going to give him one year, at least through the playoffs, and then maybe they'll fire him. But he's going to at least get a playoff run. Well, Nathan, you and I were wrong. Adrian Griffin fired by the Milwaukee Bucks. Joe Prunty, Mr. Inter Milwaukee Bucks head coach, back in that position yet again as he takes over, just like he did when Jason Kidd got fired. Now he gets to take over while Adrian Griffin is fired. Before we get into the Doc Rivers angle of this, uh, I, I, I want to know, where were you? What were you doing? What was your reaction? How did you find out that Adrian Griffin was fired by the Milwaukee Bucks? Uh, I was just at my desk at work. I see Twitter notification pop up, look over. It's Adrian Wojnarowski, and it just says Milwaukee is dismissing Adrian Griffin. And I knew it was real because I only get those notifications. It was the same with when the Dame trade happened. I only get those when it's the like I have it on for the real Woj. So once I saw it, I knew I was like, this is legit. And yeah, I mean, it was just shocking, you know. And and you know, to be fair, I mean, yes, we were both wrong, but neither of us ever was like it would be the worst thing if he was fired. We never have been the biggest Griffin supporters on this podcast, but I think we both were just like, it's not gonna happen. You know, they're giving him the rest of the season. We might as well just hope that it works out and, and, and you know, just hope that it gets better throughout the season because, you know, they're giving him this season and, and it won't happen until after the playoffs if they lose. But, um, yeah, just shocking to see it happen, you know, right away, especially coming off of, you know, back-to-back wins. I know they weren't the prettiest wins, but 
coming off of two two wins and you're 30 and 13 and um just something the NBA has not seen since basically um David Blatt with the with the Cavs in 2016 um where a team is among the top of their conference you know a, a true contender and all of a sudden they're firing their coach so yeah just completely shocking like I never expected them to do this but again I mean it's not to me it wasn't ever anything that I was like I, I never was totally defending Griffin saying oh no he's he's great he's a great coach he's, he's doing everything right no I did have hope that it would get better I did have um you know hope that if they made a trade it could work out and everything because I just again I was like I don't see any other option like I feel like this is his season we might as well hope that it's going to get better with with him because I didn't think there was any chance they were going to get rid of him but um you know they do they're not messing around they are uh they're <laughs> They're not wasting any time, man. They're they're ready to go. I guess Giannis, Dame, and Chris, it sounded like kind of we're not believing in him anymore as much, and they were not totally bought in. So if that's the case, this probably is a good thing. If those guys were not bought in and those guys were unhappy and there was so much confusion and um, unhappiness in that locker room, well, then, yeah, it's probably best I did this earlier, get it out of the way rather than wait the entire year. Um, but I just I didn't know that was going on. I didn't know the extent to which, uh, things were going poorly. So, um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I guess it's a probably a good thing in the long run that they got this done right away. I will tell you what I was doing when this news broke Marzia, I had gotten a call to go to my kid's grade school, second grader to go get him because my kid was in a tremendous amount of pain in his neck, uh, and had all kinds of issues. So I had to go pick him up and then turn around and then drive out to the doctor uh, in Brookfield. We go out to um, Milestone Pediatrics uh, and drive out there. So as I'm driving on the interstate, I get a text message from my buddy with a picture of Woj firing Adrian Griffin. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm driving on the interstate with my kid who's like pretty much crying in the backseat about how much pain he's in. And now this is going to happen while I'm driving. There's nothing I can do about it at this point. So clearly my phone was blowing up from that moment forward with everybody freaking out over Adrian Griffin getting fired. I am stunned uh, that this happened. I didn't think it would happen. Having said that, I, I, I am, I, I would like to know if I had questions, who initiated this conversation in December uh, that they have a problem and something needs to be done. So like, was this conversation initiated when Terry Stott said to hell with y'all I'm out and walked out at that point, did they have a private conversation, maybe Horst and Fagan and some of the owners and said, Hey man, this, this, this may not have been so smart. Maybe we made a mistake here. Is that when the questioning started happening of Adrian Griffin before the season even started? Or at what point did they all privately start questioning whether or not they screwed up hiring Adrian Griffin? Because as you know, and I got an email from Mark Stein, because uh, I'm signed up. I don't pay for a service. I'm signed up. Uh, and the headline pretty much was, you know, Giannis wanted Adrian Griffin. Uh, and now he's out. And they listened to Giannis. And at the time, you and I, I think, both said, well, he would have been our third choice probably. But if Giannis wants him, well, then by God, you got to do what Giannis wants. Uh, and I, I think that's probably always going to be the case, even though Giannis clearly messed up on this one. Um, I think you still have to listen to Giannis going forward, Nathan. Yeah, you do. I mean, I had this conversation with some of my friends today where they're like, do, yeah, you know, do you listen to Giannis anymore, blah, blah, blah. And number one, I don't think, I still don't think that the Bucks hiring Adrian Griffin 
was 100% because just of Giannis. I think, in my opinion, I could be wrong on this, but in my opinion, from what I know and from what I read, it it sound and and just from common sense to me, it sounds like they probably liked Nick Nurse more, and they were like, "Griffin's fine, you know, we're we're okay hiring Griffin, but we'd rather have Nick Nurse." And Giannis did not want Nick Nurse and was like, "I don't like him, I don't want him." So they said, and was like, "I like Griffin better." So they said, "Okay, we'll we'll go with Adrian Griffin." I do not think this was. Everyone in the organization wants Nick Nurse 100%. Nobody likes Adrian Griffin. Nobody wants to hire Adrian Griffin. But only Giannis came in and said, I like that guy. I want Adrian Griffin. And they overrode everything else and took Adrian Griffin. Oh, if that was the case, if if that was the case, if it was if Giannis was the only person in that whole organization that had any interest in Adrian Griffin, then yes, I'd be like, that that was wrong to override every single person and take and and go against every person's wishes. To, to hire Adrian Griffin. But I, I would have to imagine, you know, they said that the owners that Chris met with Adrian Griffin, I'd have to imagine there were several people that were like, we'd be fine with Adrian Griffin. We'd be comfortable with Adrian Griffin. Again, I don't know if it was everyone's, I don't think it was their first choice. I think their first choice was Nick Nurse, but I think it was a, a position where they're like, okay, Giannis wants this guy and we're okay hiring him. So we will hire him. And to me, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I don't think anyone's in the wrong there. I don't think Giannis is in the wrong for saying this. I don't like Nick nurse. He has every right to say, I don't want to play for this guy. I don't like him if he doesn't like him. And if, as long as the organization doesn't feel like they are completely doing something wrong and only listening to their superstar, then there's nothing wrong with them saying, we'll go with Adrian Griffin. Even if Nick nurse is our first choice, we'll go with our second choice that we still do kind of like because Giannis likes it. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Now, again, if they all hated him, and they're saying we hate this guy. We're only doing it because Giannis likes it. Then there's that. That's a problem. You shouldn't hire a guy that everyone doesn't like except for one. Um, but again, I don't think that was the case. So that, but to me, yeah, I, I mean that. That's how I think all these things kind of go. I don't think it's ever just one person um, that is is just the the only one making the decision in the organization. I think you always are going to take into account Giannis's um, wishes and ask what his opinion. And if there's somebody he really does not like you you just you can't hire that person you can't trade for that person you can't do it if Giannis said I do not want to play for with Steph Curry I don't like Steph Curry I will not play with him no matter how much you disagree and say man that would be awesome if we had Steph Curry you can't do that you just can't do it and if Giannis says I don't want Nick Nurse as much as you want him you can't hire Nick Nurse so I don't have a problem with them not hiring Nick Nurse if Giannis doesn't want it he doesn't want it um now again, I like I don't know how much they liked Griffin, but I'm assuming they liked him enough that they were okay hiring him. You know, when Giannis approved it and, and Giannis liked it, they were they were comfortable with having Adrian Griffin. So once again, I think that going forward, you continue to to ask for Giannis's opinion on this stuff. You're not going to go against everything you believe just because Giannis Giannis likes one thing, um, but you're always going to ask his opinion, and you're never going to do something that he does not want to do. So that that I think doesn't change. I'm fairly confident that if you took a survey of the people in that organization before they decided to go the way they want, if you went to the different personnel people and whoever was involved uh, in the process in the organization and said, okay, rank them one through three, right? Uh, it's, it's Fisher, Kenny Atkinson, Adrian Griffin. I'm willing to bet you money that probably 98% or more had Griffin third, Atkinson second, and Nick Nurse first, if you asked them to rank who they would want to be the Bucs head coach. And the Nick Nurse thing, if I was Joel Embiid, 
I'd send him a bouquet of flowers, uh, maybe a new car, maybe buy Giannis a new car, say thank you very much because uh, look at what he's done for Embiid's career. It, it's not like oh, that doesn't work out. And oh, then look what? at Maxi. Maxi's blown up under Nurse as well. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But hold on, we got to wait before we start this whole Nick Nurse was a dream hire for the Sixers thing. Because guys look like great hires, and then they'll they'll all of a sudden suck down the stretch in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden it looks like, Fair. oh, that wasn't that good of a hire. So I'm, I'm waiting some for that. If they go win a championship, then you can start talking about, okay, you know, that was a really, really good hire for them. Um, it looks pretty good right now. There's a lot of things that look good for three months of a season and don't always continue that way. So I'm not, well, he I'm still not has a job though. Nathan, he I know, still has oh, a job. I know. The guy they hired doesn't it. have a job. I, I would, I know I would rather have Nick nurse than Adrian Griffin myself. Yes. But once I'm, I'm not going to sit there and say Giannis was totally wrong for not wanting Adrian or for not wanting Nick nurse. We don't know that yet. Like again, Nick nurse has been known for, for, you know, guys aren't really liking being around him and, and playing for him after a little bit. Like, I mean, I'm sure everyone in the first couple months can can handle this guy, but I'm not sure guys can handle him long term. I'm not sure guys like playing right. for him long term. And again, I, I, once Giannis disapproves something, I'm not doing it. I don't care. I'm not always going to do everything Giannis wants, but I'm sure as hell never going to do something that Giannis doesn't want. Because if okay, you're doing fair. something that Giannis doesn't want, you're going against what he wants. Like, it's one thing to say, Giannis, I know you you really, really like this Adrian Griffin guy, but we're not going to hire him. But it's one thing that's it's a different thing to say, Giannis, I know you don't like Nick Nurse. We're hiring him even though you don't like him. Like that's a totally different thing. You're going against you're going against what he, you know, his his desires are. I, I got something else for you. So do you think, because I don't know this, I don't think you know this. I haven't seen anybody report this. Do you think Giannis went to John Horst and Peter Fagan and the owners and said, these are the guys I'm interested in playing for. Here are my head coaches, right? And they went over them. Do you think that's how Adrian Griffin made the final three? Or do you think they themselves had their own guys they interviewed? And then Adrian Griffin made their final three, the ownership final three and the front office final three, and then went to Giannis and said, okay, here are the final three. And we want you to talk to the final three that we narrowed it down to. That's what I think happened. I don't think Giannis gave him a sheet of paper with who he wanted. They got to their own final three, went to Giannis, talked to these three guys. Let us know what you think, right? I think that's how it played out. Don't not know for certain, but I think. So guess whose fault this is? It's not Giannis's. It's their fault for putting Adrian Griffin in the final three to begin with. Because clearly he didn't belong in the final three. If you just fired him after 43 games, that was a misdiagnosis by those guys in the front office for getting him to the final three to give Giannis the opportunity to pick him, right? There were other coaches yeah. that you could had out there. What about Doc? Doc Doc was in a TV booth. That's where he ended up because he didn't have a job. So again, you want Adrian Griffin over somebody else that was proven. You made the decision to put an unproven head coach. Now again, you did not have Lillard at this point. So remember, you still had expectations to compete, even if you didn't have Lillard. Even if it was Holiday, it was still championship or bust for this Bucks team, regardless of who the point guard was going to be between those two guys. So you do that, 
And then you let him hire Griffin. And then you tell Griffin, you're taking our guy, Terry Stotts. You didn't trust him from the word go, but you put him in your final three, even though you didn't trust him. Like this to me, it's a colossal screw up by the front office of the Milwaukee Bucks, a complete screw up. And we haven't even got to the Doc Rivers part of the story yet. That really blows my mind in this whole thing. We'll do that coming up next. Uh, it is green and growing. Yes, I'm fired up. I am fired well, can up. I, I can, I, can, I, can, I, can I talk about that really quick, though? Sure. I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree with you that I, you know, I don't think, I truthfully don't think Giannis knew who Adrian Griffin was. Well, yeah, no, I don't think Giannis knew who Adrian Griffin was. He he wasn't there. Was he there at all earlier in Giannis's career? Or was that before Giannis? No, got he here? was with Skiles, and Giannis was yeah. not with Skiles. I don't believe. Yeah, so I I don't believe Giannis even knew who Adrian Griffin was until they had their top three and said these are our you know these are our main guys. Um, I I firmly believe it was kind of all up to the organization to get it down to a certain number of guys, and then once you have that last pool, then you go to the players and say these are our finalists. Tell us which guys you like. Um, I I would I don't think there's any way that Giannis just came to them randomly at the start of their coaching search and said, I want this assistant coach for the Toronto Raptors. Like, I don't think that that's the case. Um, and again, I mean, maybe we're wrong on that. I just find that very hard to believe. I think that the organization got it down to those three guys. And at that point it was kind of up to Giannis and saying, okay, which one, which, which guys do you like, which guys do you not like? And then it led the way to Giannis basically saying, you know, I like Griffin more than more. I don't like nurse. I like this Griffin guy. And that leads to them hiring Griffin. But that's, that's my point is I'm saying if they were comfortable enough to get Griffin into their final three as an organization, this was not a case of everyone in the organization hates Griffin and Giannis is the only guy that likes him. No, he wouldn't have been in that. He wouldn't have been in that position if that was the case. They were clearly, they liked him enough to have him in that conversation. And then Giannis kind of pushed it over the top to say, let's get this guy. But this was not Giannis overriding every single person and and having only like it was not like Giannis was the only person in that organization that liked Adrian Griffin because if he was, they would not have had him in that final three. So um, that's how that that's again why I'm kind of like I, this isn't all on Giannis. Obviously, some of it probably is because he ultimately said no to Nurse and yes to Griffin and and was the one that um, pushed Griffin over the top. But this, I mean, this is not all on him. This was not just his decision. And again, they said that Chris was in those meetings, ownership was in those meetings with Giannis. They had dinner and stuff like that. Um, you know, that, that that's a that's a multi-person um, decision, you know, and, and Giannis gets the most um, his his word has the most uh, power in that situation. But that doesn't mean it was just his decision. And then, yeah, the weird thing is, like, Haynes just reported in his article, like the Bucks weren't expecting we didn't have the, like they, they, they weren't totally expecting to have the same, um, you know, level of contention as they did last year. They weren't. They, they were kind of expecting to take a step back. And I'm like, I don't buy that because it's, you had Giannis. You're, you're, you're going to have probably Chris and Brooke back. You're going to have Drew Holiday. Like there was no way you're not competing for a title. And they, and he was, Haynes was basically saying the only reason they were comfortable hiring a rookie coach is because they didn't think they'd be totally competing for a title, which I don't think makes any sense to me. I think it was just a bad move on them to, to put a rookie coach in this, um, in this picture even. And I, and I think they just kind of screwed it up a little bit, um, which we, again, we, we said that from the beginning, you know, we, we kind of looked at it and said, I'm not comfortable with a, with a rookie head coach coaching a, a, a contending team, a team that's been there before a team with all these, you know, superstars. I'm not totally comfortable with that. And sure enough, it didn't end up working out. And now they're going to try to get someone more experienced in here. Um, but yeah, that part of it was weird to me. Cause I'm like, they, 
they really didn't expect to to be contenders again when they had Gian- like any year with Giannis, you should be going all in as a contender and doing everything you can to win a title. I just that was that was weird for me. I'm not sure how much I believe that or if it's just them making excuses for why they why they had Adrian Griffin in the in the last pool. I would agree with you. All right, take a quick time out. Rainbow Trout has uh, a couple of things here on the messages on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. We are streaming this bad boy live here. Adrian Griffin fired by the Milwaukee Bucks. Joe Prunty, the new interim head coach. Doc Rivers is prevalent uh, in this story uh, as the Athletic reported. And I want to get into that because that one there is simply amazing. You've got to hear this. If you don't subscribe to the Athletic, Stay tuned. We'll fill you in on that. That's coming up next here on Green and Growing. Download it on your Odyssey app. Maybe download your favorite podcast app. Like, subscribe, follow. Hit that bell right there on YouTube to get the notifications of when we're on. Back after this. Hey, it's C Sparky Fight for 1250 AM The Fan, beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Check out uh, 1250amthefan.com as I do different interviews throughout the week. I have to find somebody, run somebody down, talk about this uh, firing here of Adrian Griffin. Uh, Nathan Marzian, my partner in crime over there, and Nathan Marzian, he's got this bad boy going on his Twitter. Uh, what do they call it? Spaces? Twitter Spaces? Yeah, uh, Twitter yeah. Spaces. Yeah, he hasn't. Elon hasn't changed that yet. He will. Uh, so that that's what's going on right now as we're live streaming this on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Before we get to Doc, uh, Rainbow Trout says any word on what the Stotts Griffin conflict was before the season? Uh, yeah, well, apparently they didn't see eye to eye, maybe on everything. Uh, and there was apparently a practice, according to the Athletic, uh, to where Griffin uh, wanted to round up the coaches. Uh, at one point in a practice, Stotts walked away from the group of coaches to go talk to Giannis and was it Middleton, I think, or Giannis and Lillard. I uh, wanted to go talk to them. Griffin was calling for Stotts. Stotts was ignoring him. Um, and then Griffin maybe yelled really loud to get Terry Stotts over there. Uh, and that, that Terry Stotts said, cool, I'm out. See you. I'm not going to be talking to you this way. Uh, and out he went. And at that point, me and Nathan Marzan had this conversation. I didn't like how that whole thing played out. And Nathan's point was, we're not going to be talking about this later in the year. Just chill out. It's not a big deal. If they can't figure this offense out with Lillard, Giannis, and Middleton, it should not matter if Terry Stotts is there or not. Oh, okay. Say so. We'll see what happens. Uh, and now here we are. Uh, listening to Sirius XM Radio earlier today, and they're talking about Stotts. I listened to JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio at 1250. He's talking about Terry Stotts. Like, Terry Stotts is front and center in the story right now because everybody's going back to it now that Griffin got fired. That, 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 to be fair, they did figure the offense out. They didn't figure the defense out, but they, the offense was fine without Terry Stotts. Now, it, it, I still think the offense could be better, could be smoother, could be – and Haynes mentioned in his article, he's like, the offense has been really good, but it, there's still this feeling that it, it could be better. Like, it could just be a little bit easier and smoother and um, all that, which I agree with. But, yeah, I mean, the, the Stotts thing, obviously you look back on that and you're like, that was probably a red flag to start. And I think many people – many people – noted it as a red flag to start. Um, but at the same time, you know, at the time when he's, you know, he is the head coach, Adrian Griffin's the head coach. Like you can't have an assistant that doesn't like you and, and is trying to undermine you and all that stuff. So like, I didn't, I still don't mind that happening. You know, again, the, the whole problem stems from him being the head coach just to begin with. But once he is the head coach, I don't have a problem with him getting angry for his, his assistant coach undermining him or trying to, you know, be the guy because you can't have that happening. So, I still have a problem with that. It's unfortunate. You know, again, I, I wish he wasn't even the head coach to begin with so that this wouldn't have been a problem. But um, again, we're, we're well past that. Obviously, they they hired him and, and, and all that. So I don't know, just a very weird situation. 
So in the athletic piece, uh, it says league sources say Lillard has spent much of the season struggling with the way the Bucks function on the offensive end. While he remained patient with coaches and teammates, there was an inevitable pressure on Griff from the organization to make the most of Lillard's talent. Uh, for the season, Lillard's usage rate of 26.9% is not only well below his final season in Portland, a career-high mark of 33.1, but well below Giannis's rate of 32.2, which is third in the NBA, uh, and that's down from 37.3. So he dipped five uh, himself. Middleton third on the Bucks at 23.6. Um, and then they go into field goal percentage, three-point proficiency. All of that is down uh, as well for Lillard uh, to this point. Uh, and that's just the offensive side. But in this piece, in The Athletic, I read this and I started laughing and shaking my head and said, oh, buddy, you would swear Mark Lazary was involved in this and he's not, apparently. Maybe Jimmy Haslam is the new Mark Lazary. So the way the story goes is they apparently lose to the Pacers in the in-season tournament, something that, I don't know, we weren't all that fired up about that they lost. Pacers were all fired up that they did something, but Bucks fans, we didn't really care one way or the other. According to this story, the Bucks ownership and front office went to Adrian Griffin and said, dude, we don't think you can do this by yourself. You need some help. So we got Doc Rivers under contract to come in and be a consultant to help you learn how to coach in your first season as a head coach. Folks, that's not a thing. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> That ain't a damn thing in the NBA, right? Jason Kidd did not have a coaching consultant uh, his first year as head coach in Milwaukee. That That is not a thing. That does, This does not happen. So you force feed him Terry Stotts because you don't trust him. Now, look, I agree. You should have an old head, gray hair, blue hair, whatever you want to call him, for a first-year coach in any sport, right? First-year baseball manager. NFL head coach, NBA head coach, yes. Somebody that's been through it, that can help you organize practices, kind of be that sounding board for you, right. But forcing him to take somebody he doesn't even know, that was probably mistake one. Even though I love the Terry Stodd tire myself, that was mistake one. You force it on him. Then you come back two months later after Stotts walks out and says, now we're going to give you somebody else that's not going to sit on the bench, silently over here on the side, Doc Rivers is going to be your guy. That was the day that Adrian Griffin got fired. That was that was the day right there. Adrian Griffin got fired after the Bucks Pacers game in the in-season tournament. Because if you think that they did not have this in their mind when they put him as a consultant, you're wrong. This is how this. I wasn't in the meeting, but I'm telling you right now. I guarantee you this is how it went. Listen, guys, look, dude, he ain't the guy, right? So well, let's see if we can get Doc. And if Doc agrees to come on, give him about a month or so. And we'll see if Doc can help him. But in the meantime, Doc's going to get a good read on our personnel. He's going to be watching the game film just like Adrian Griffin is. And when we get to that point, Doc's going to know everything he needs to do when he comes in. And we just turn over the keys to Doc. We move on. He comes in, installs his offense and defense. It'll be right before the All-Star break. So we'll have a little extended time and away we go for the second half of the season. By the time we hit the playoffs, Doc will have this team humming. And it's a championship ho- uh, coach. He's a former NBA player. So Giannis can't complain about that. He's won a ring. So there's not a respect issue in that locker room. Yeah, he's a choke in the playoffs since then. But either way, it's still better than what we have in Adrian Griffin. He's got local ties in the area. People will eat it up that we have Doc Rivers. I think this is the way to go. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, sounds 
good to me. Everybody on board? Yay, we're on board. Sounds good. Adrian Griffin was fired the day they brought Doc Rivers in as a consultant. Because as soon as there was going to be another hiccup and they felt like Doc was ready and knew what was going on, that's when they were going to move Doc in. And that's exactly what happened. And it sucks for Adrian Griffin, but that's how I believe this whole thing shook. Probably. And and we'll know for sure. I mean, if Doc gets hired <laughs> right away, like which he probably will, yeah. we'll know for sure. Like that, that'll be kind of like the, I mean, that, that coming out today was pretty shocking that like, he's been this secret consultant. Cause it's like, Oh, they basically just been like grooming him to be the next coach basically like knowing that, okay, this, this is going to happen at some point. Um, which I guess, I mean, if Doc Rivers is going to be the next coach, I guess it's a good thing that, Hey, he's got a month of working with our offense under his belt. Like that's, that's a good thing. Um, but it's just crazy to see that happen. Um, and yeah, you know, they said that at that point in the, that, that um, in-season tournament game against the Pacers is when they kind of had to sit down and um, Griffin, I guess. And I'm not, I don't think Griffin necessarily has done much wrong in many of these scenarios. Cause again, as the head coach, I don't think it's wrong of you to not want Terry Stotts undermining you as a head coach. You know, they said he, sat down Giannis, Chris, Dame, they were trying to figure out what do they want? What do they need? You know, what do you want to see on both ends and blah, blah, blah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just that he was not prepared to be the coach. He was not the guy to be the coach, but you know, I I, I don't want to be too harsh on Adrian Griffin because I think it was, it, I think a, he was a good guy and B I think in stuff like this, like it sounds, it, it, I like that he sat down those guys and said, Hey, you know, we're, you're frustrated. We're struggling. What can I help you with? What can we try to do here? And Again, obviously, I don't think he ended up doing it. I don't think it ended up working. I don't think he was very good at implementing that stuff. But he at least was trying to do it. He at least was, you know, getting the guy's opinion on that. But, yeah, it sounded like they voiced their concerns. They voiced what they wanted. And then, you know, things have still been a little bit rocky ever since basically Christmas. And I think there's been another stretch of just being like, okay, this guy is still not totally on the same page with us. It doesn't seem like we trust what he's doing. And I think at the end of the day, yeah, Giannis, Dame, Chris, Brooke kind of just came to the agreement like this is not the guy for us going forward. You know, we just don't trust this guy. We don't believe in what he's doing. We don't think that he's got all the answers. Um, and, yeah, I think they've been kind of working up Doc Rivers, and and I think he'll end up being the next guy. So, they, again, they must have some type of confidence in Doc Rivers. Now, um, you know, I, again, I don't, I don't know if, if that will end up being correct, but we'll see. Now, how about this angle? Matumbo? I'm willing to bet you you can pack your bags too and you're going because you were the guy in charge of the defensive game plan that is has this thing all screwed up right now. You could stay. But when Doc comes, Doc's going to bring his own lead assistant with him, whoever that may be out there. I don't know who it's going to be. But I would imagine Doc's going to bring his guy that knows how to run what he wants to run, that he trusts. He's got to have an ally on this coaching staff. You can't give him a whole coaching staff of somebody else's guys that you just can't and say, Doc, go make the best of it. He's going to be able to bring at least one guy. And when he brings his one guy, I'm guessing Matumbo, the defensive coach, is out. It's not going to be Prunty. Prunty is as loyal as they come to whoever he's under as an assistant coach. So I don't see Prunty leaving. And Prunty will straight, will you know, shoot straight with Doc. His opinion on the different players, whatever else that Doc wants to know, Prunty will tell him. And Doc's going to want to know, like, why were you running this? And they'll tell him why they were running this or what the concept was behind it. Okay, why were you doing this? Well, this was a concept behind this. That All that is going to happen. But he's going to have to have a guy with him. Now, again, I don't know who that is, but if I was a betting man, Matumbo's out, he's going next, and Doc's going to bring his own guy in to be his, his right-hand guy, but they're going to go to work. I'll tell you, the other thing that has me excited, possibly, and it's not going to happen this year, but I think it might happen next year, providing Doc is still here, and I'm 
assuming if you're hiring Doc Rivers, you're giving him a three or five year deal. Doc ain't coming here to coach three months and be out of a job again and go back to the TV booth. I hope this means I get Sam Cassell back in Milwaukee as an assistant coach on the on the Bucks roster. Because remember, Cassell has been Doc's right hand guy now for a while. So, and the only reason Cassell is over there in Boston. Uh, he's in Boston, right? Is that where Cassell is? I think so. Um, the only reason yeah. he's over there is because Doc's out. So now that Doc's back in, hopefully they're able to get Sam Cassell uh, back in Milwaukee to be an assistant coach under Doc. That would be pretty cool uh, on top of everything else. I don't know, man. Like when we talked about Doc Rivers before they made a hire, I think you and I both said no. Like, no. He's a choke in the playoffs. Why the hell do we want to go through that for? We don't want Doc Rivers. But now we watch Adrian Griffin, and now everybody's going to be like, oh, man, Doc Rivers, all right, that's better than Adrian Griffin. Let's go. Okay, but if it's title or bust, is it? Yeah, okay, Adrian Griffin might have gone and got beat and got knocked out of the playoffs. But if Doc Rivers goes and gets beat and gets knocked out of the, in the second round of the playoffs or whatever, and you still don't accomplish your mission, is it still worth it? See, that to me, that's what I want to know. Like, you're going to go get Doc. Is expectation title or bust still? Or is it, well, it's a half, excuse me, it's a half a season. Just, you know, make Easter Conference Finals, I'm good. That, that, you know, that, that would be fine. Because I would think with Doc Rivers as head coach, it should still be title or bust, even if you are coming in midway through the season, Nathan. Yeah, it absolutely should be. And, I mean, that's that's my big concern is, like, I don't have a, I don't think, I think Doc Rivers would come here and the offense would immediately look smoother. I think this team would be better in the regular season. They'd just be a better basketball team. But I think you'd get to the playoffs and it'd be the same thing you had under Bud where you're like, yeah, this team was good in the regular season, but I feel like as soon as they face some adversity in the playoffs, this thing's going to go south because they're not going to change anything. They're not going to have any adjustments to what's being thrown at them. If a team is able, I mean, the, the good, the, the two good things you get from Doc um, that you didn't have with Adrian Griffin are one experience. You have more, even though Doc has not been good in the playoffs lately, you have more confidence in him because he's been a coach for a long time than you have in Adrian Griffin. Um, yes. and then number two, yeah. number two. Yeah. And number two is, um, you get the Dame Giannis pick and roll probably spammed a hundred times a game because that's what he did with Harden and Embiid last year, which is good. good. Like, that's a good thing. Um, he, he kind of just ran that to death. He was talking on a podcast like a month ago about, um, you know, oh, well, if I was, you know, coaching the bucks, I would be giving them more, more two man game with Giannis and Dame. Uh, was he under so contract it, at that point, Marzion? Was he under contract <laughs> at that point when he was asked that question? Oh, I wonder. Probably. Probably. But he he has already talked on podcasts about they need to do more two-man game. If he comes here, the two-man game will be the absolute staple of our offense, which, again, I think is a good thing. But the problem that you face is do they have any answer if that gets stopped in the playoffs? Do they Now, the one good thing is this has not been – we might be okay. I'm, I'm kind of talking myself into this all of a sudden because they do now have – you know, three months here of, of experience with that, not being a total staple of their offense. They've run it quite a bit, but it hasn't been like the go to every single time play of their offense. So maybe if a team is able to stop it, they have more experience doing other things than just that come playoff time, because they've already done it for three months without it with Adrian Griffin as the coach, when they were kind of just doing whatever. Um, so I don't know, but at the same time, I just, it doesn't inspire much confidence in me in the playoffs and at that point, I'm going, well, th- why did they even fire Bud then? Because you fired Bud just – Bud was a great coach, great coach in general, regular season coach. You just fired him because we don't trust him in the playoffs. I don't trust him to make adjustments. I don't trust him come playoff time. That's the only reason you fired him. 
So then you end up with a guy that is the exact same way that you're like, I, I, I think he gives us a good base, a good floor, but I don't trust him come playoff time to make adjustments and really adjust on the fly and, and do all these things that you need in a playoff series. And so at that point I'm like, well, I, it doesn't, I'm not, I don't feel any better than about my coach than I did when they lost in the, in the first round to the heat. You know, I feel the same about my coach. Now I think their team is better because they have Dame now um, that helps, but I don't feel any better about the coach if they get bud instead of, or uh, doc instead of bud. So I'm not, I'm not going to be thrilled if they get doc rivers, you know, again, I think it'll give them a, a higher floor. I think that it'll make them a, a better team in the regular season. It's just like, I just don't know how it'll work out in the playoffs. I, I'm, I'm, leaning towards it won't work out in the playoffs because we've seen it so many times not work out. And that's, that's their thing is I'm like, yeah, you, you have that experience level over Adrian Griffin, but you know, and I'm not, I mean, it was likely that Adrian Griffin probably wasn't going to work out in the playoffs. Um, but with Adrian Griffin, it was an unknown. Like you didn't know for sure because it, you haven't seen it yet. You've never seen him coach in the playoffs. So there was a chance he makes some good adjustments right. and blah, blah, blah. Whereas doc, again, you've, you've seen him multiple times not do that stuff. So it's like, I, I don't see this as an upgrade in the playoffs. I don't think, I don't know how you can say it's an upgrade as of right now in the playoffs. It could end up being maybe he, maybe doc ends up being really good in the playoffs somehow with, with a better team and everything. And, you know, not having to deal with playoff chokers like Harden and Embiid and those guys, he has Giannis and Damon, all those guys now. So maybe that helps. But for me, I'm like, you, you now are going from a guy that is an unknown in the playoffs and, and is a, you know, he's probably bad in the playoffs to a guy that you're like, he is bad in the playoffs. He has been bad in the playoffs. I, that to me isn't an upgrade. That's just like, I mean, you get more experience, but you're not necessarily more confident in this guy come playoff time. So I don't know. It's it's a weird position to be in. I don't love the names that are out there. They have Doc Rivers. They have Jeff Van Gundy, Nate McMillan. Kenny as the guys. I, yeah, but Haynes didn't even mention him. Haynes didn't even mention him in his article. Which athletic, makes me... athletic says Kenny Atkinson is the second choice. That if by some yeah, way know. of God, which it's not going to happen, Doc doesn't get this job. That Kenny Atkinson would be second in line. Here, here's what for you. Rainbow Trout says, and the choices Wait, were we... the return of Bootenholzer, Doc, or Terry Stotts. Those are your three that you can pick from to replace Adrian Griffin. Who do you want? Bootenholzer, Doc, or Terry Stotts? Terry Stotts. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I think so. And again, it's not like he's won a title because he hasn't. It's not like he's you know been to the finals because he hasn't. Uh, but he's never had this much talent. Uh, like could we somehow like could, could we somehow like could someone get to Doc's phone and like turn it off so he can't answer it and then we can get <laughs> Kenny Atkinson or something? I think it's too late. I, I think I think we're gonna get Doc. How about this? And again, yeah, we're getting how about, and again, how about, I, I could be I could be wrong on this. I he might like again, I think he'll come here and I think we'll look better in the regular season. Don't pull and it. I think back everyone will say this. You already laid it out there. Don't pull it back. You no, I just said, I just said, just roll with it. I just, no, no, I'm going through what I just said. He'll be, we'll be better in the regular season. I think people right away will say, this was a great hire. Look how much better we look. But again, it's all going to come down to the playoffs. That's what this yes. team is all about. Like this, we don't care. And that's why I wasn't freaking out all season about how Adrian Griffin looked. Cause I'm just like, I don't care necessarily how they look in November, December, January, even February. Like I care. Once you're in March, April, May, June, that's what matters. That's where you really care how you look, and that's where you care how, how like winning games and stuff like that. Um, now, again, if I knew that Giannis and Dame and Chris and Brooke were all super upset with the scheme and stuff, well, then yes, I would have been more anti-Griffin, fire Griffin. But you know, I didn't know that stuff, and so um, I was just thinking it'll get better, and and you got to just hope they play better at the end of the end of the year. But again, now I just I'm not gonna have any more confidence with Doc Rivers on as the coach here that we're going to play better come come March, April, May, June 
than I would with Bud or than I would with, you know, Adrian Griffin. I just, I, I don't trust him in, in the playoff scenarios. I just, I think it'll be a better regular season. And then you got to just hope that come playoff time, he's able to um, pull some of the right strings, but he hasn't done so since 2008. Well, you overcame Bud. Maybe you could overcome Doc. Yeah, they do have, you have Giannis and Dame, so that helps. Yeah. This is the other thing I'm kind of wondering as I'm sitting here. Do you, because they've said, there's been reports from the insiders that the Bucks are very active on the trade market, right? They're trying to get something done. Do you think they asked Griffin who he wanted? Or do you think Doc told them who he wants? I wonder, I wonder who they're going for. I bet you, I don't know for sure, but I bet you Adrian Griffin may have been asked one time and said, okay, sounds good, coach. Now, Doc, who is it that you want? All right, we got you. We'll, we'll, we'll try and figure out how to get this done. I'm telling you, man, this, uh, I feel bad for Adrian Griffin. I do. And I'm not saying that, you know, no, I do too. I do or whatever. Too. I feel bad. Like this was a setup from the word jump. That dude was essentially fired without knowing it. The day they brought Doc Rivers on as a consultant, and that's that's that sucks. That's all that is. Yeah. All right. That that'll I, do it for. Uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I do feel bad too. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to sit here and hate on the guy too much. Like it, it's his first head coaching stint, obviously. Like and his last. He's not gonna get yeah. hired again as a head coach in the NBA. I bet yeah. you. Even with that record, he's probably will not get another head coaching opportunity now. Yeah, but I'm just saying it, it's not all his fault. He didn't pick himself. Like he. I mean, they they picked him. He. I, I, I'm not going to sit there and completely hate on him. It's like, yeah, it didn't work out. You know, it wasn't the right fit. It obviously, he was not ready for it. Um, but again, I think that he was a professional with all this stuff. It sounds like he, you know, responded today and said, I'm just grateful to, to have worked with those guys and blah, blah, blah. Like he wasn't bitter about it. It sounded like, I'm glad he, you know, early on this season, listened to the players and they said, go back to the drop. He did that right away. He said, I'll, I'll listen to my players. And he sat down, Giannis Brooke, Chris, and said, what do you guys, you know, want from me? I, all that stuff is good. You know, I, I, again, I'm not, I don't think he did much like wrong from, from a relationship standpoint as head coach. I think he, he always had, you know, the good intentions and everything. It just didn't end up working out on the court. It just was like, he's not the right fit. And so you had to move on, but um, you know, obviously you wish him luck with whatever he's doing it. I'm not, I don't have any hatred well, towards Adrian. Griffin. The TV booth will be open. Cause doc's out. So maybe you can go do TV. No, we got to get Jeff Van Gundy's got to get back in the booth. That guy, him, Mark Jackson, and Mike Breen were the best trio, and they ruined it when they put Doc in there and uh, Doris Burke instead. Like, it needs to be, it's gonna be JJ Mike Reddick. Breen. Yeah, probably. Reddick's fine. He's okay. Yeah. I can't stand Reddick. Uh, he is Nathan Marzian. Follow him on Twitter, Nathan Marzian. Follow me at Sparky Radio. Tell your friends, tell your family, green and growing, baby. This is the podcast to be listening to on your Odyssey app or you download your favorite podcast at, uh, as well as streaming this bad boy live as we are doing right now on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Catch all the, uh, or most of the podcasts. And when I'm going solo, I don't record myself because I don't want to look at myself for that long. Uh, and uh, you can do it there. Like, subscribe, follow, hit that bell for notifications as so you know when we're up. Uh, and we will do this again this week when they hire Doc Rivers. Because at this point, it would take a, a miracle of some sort to not hire Doc Rivers, I think, for those of you that don't want Doc. I think it's done. I'll guess. I have no insight knowledge on this. I'll guess they announce tomorrow, Pronti coaches tomorrow night, Doc uh, runs the first practice on Thursday after his press conference. And he's you know coaching this weekend. That's how quickly I think this is going to get done. We'll see if I'm right or wrong. But I, I think Pronti coaches tomorrow night. All right, Nathan, thank you so much. And uh, I'm guessing we'll probably be back at it Thursday night after they hire Doc. We'll see what happens. Have a good one, everybody. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, I'm sure you are as shocked as we are. Have a good one. Toodles. Toodles.